Well, good evening, everyone. Merry Christmas. It is so good to see all of you, especially with the weather that we've had the last couple of days, um, to see you here, to see you safe and with us. And uh, it's one thing to say the sentiment of Christmas, God is with us. It's another thing to experience the reality that God has entered into the world to love and serve and to make himself known to us. In December of 1941, and uh, many of you will know, uh, that's when the Pearl Harbor bombing took place on December the 7th. A few days after Pearl Harbor was bombed, Winston Churchill got on board the HMS Duke of York and sailed across the Atlantic to America. You need to remember that when that happened, the war was on. And uh, the enemies of uh, England would have loved to have got a hold of Churchill at that time. But Churchill took the risk and got here to America just a few days before Christmas. On December 25th of 1941, Winston Churchill had Christmas at the White House. The next day, uh, the day after, which he would have called Boxing Day, on Boxing Day, Winston Churchill addressed a joint seating of Congress and essentially made this statement and proposal to the United States of America. He said, you are not alone. And it was at that moment, that partnership between America and Britain made a determination that changed the direction of history. Churchill could have sent a telegram, but he came in person. Some of you know just a few days ago, uh, Volodymyr Zelensky moved from the Ukraine into Poland. When he got to Poland, he got on board a U.S. aircraft, and he flew here just before Christmas. And he came and addressed uh, the House of Representatives, the House of the Congress, and he made an announcement which was replied by the United States, which was what? You are not alone. You and I need to hear that there are times when you can text somebody and say, how are you? You can pick up a phone and say to someone, how's it going? But sometimes there's a call to show up face to face, right? And uh, some of you look at the people beside you. And when you were going through one of the most difficult times of your life, they showed up face to face. They looked you in the eye, they held you by the hand, they put their arm around you and said, you are not alone. Now I'll tell you this, that as powerful of, as any of those illustrations are, the meaning of Christmas was not simply a song to be sung by angels, an announcement to be made by prophets. This announcement and this reality could only be delivered in person. When Zelensky got on board a U.S. 
aircraft and flew to America, he was taking risk upon himself. When Churchill got on board the HMS Duke of York, he took risk upon himself. But when the Son of God took on human flesh and came into this world, he was not just taking the possibility of risk upon himself. My dear friends, he was taking the shoulder of all of our sin and guilt. He knew what would happen when he came. Yes, we just read in the passage of Scripture, we heard 700 years before he came from the prophet Isaiah that the virgin would give birth to a child and she would give him the name what? Emmanuel, which means not a talking head God, not a God who ushers law from a distance and says you better march according to my orders and meet the standard of my righteousness. This God said, I am coming. And then Isaiah said this great news. He prophesied the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who were dwelled in the land of darkness, and I just think about the Ukraine right now. I mean, literal darkness. One of our dear friends is right now in Poland who has taken her Christmas break as a teacher to go and hold Ukrainian children who are not at home right now because it means something to show up. This is what Isaiah says, those in darkness on them a light has shined and here is this good news. This is why we're here. This is where we recalibrate everything we're about. If you're hating Christmas this year, if you're grieving Christmas this year, if you're frustrated with Christmas, stop. Hear this. This is the good news. For to us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. Hear this word. The Prince of... Oh, dear friends, if I could give you peace and a pill, I'd give it to you right now. But God didn't give it in a pill. He gave it in a person. He gave it in his son. You can have that peace tonight. And we're here together. And as I drove in tonight, I passed many churches with parking lots full. And I said, thank you, Jesus. Because with all the noise and all the clamor and all the bad news that social media is bombing us with every day, we need to hear the one news, the good news, the great news, that our God did not talk from a distance, but he came in person. And he came for us. And so I'm going to ask you to help me right now. And I'm going to ask you to engage with me right now for the, for the blessing of the person sitting beside you or sitting in front of you, I am going to ask you why, what God who's called Emmanuel would want you to hear tonight. And when I ask you this question, here's how I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say, what does the Lord want you to hear in the coming of Emmanuel, God with us? I want you to say to me these words, you are not alone. Got it? So here's the test run. I'm going to say the question. I, this is real. It's not theoretical. I'm asking. I'll stand here till you respond. You know. 
But here's the question. What does the Lord want you to hear in the coming of Emmanuel, God with us? Okay, say it so the person beside you. Say it one more time. Okay. To the person tonight who is grieving over the sorrow of death this Christmas, what does the Lord want you to hear in the coming of Emmanuel, God with us? To the person who has just had one of the most difficult years in their married or family life. And even tonight, you cannot see the light at the end of the tunnel. What does the Lord want you to hear in the coming of Emmanuel, God with us? You are not alone. To the person who is battling depression and has felt like Life isn't worth living. What does the Lord want you to hear? In the coming of Emmanuel, God with us. You are not alone. To the person here tonight who has been battling illness, who is waiting on a doctor's appointment, a diagnosis for surgery or treatment, and, and remember, I'm saying all of these not because they're theoretical. I know you, many of you. I want you to hear this tonight. What does the Lord want you to hear in the coming of Emmanuel, God with us? You are not alone. To the person who feels like this is the weirdest place I could ever be. To the person who feels like they're Guilty, unclean, undeserving, unworthy. Who struggled with sin and shame, maybe since you were a child. What does the Lord want you to hear tonight when we say, Emmanuel, God with us? You are not alone. You can come to God tonight. Chris, this Christmas, you can come. Now, let me tell you, in 1941, on December 26th, Winston Churchill went to speak to Congress, and when he was done, it cost him. That day, he had a heart attack. It's hard for us to fathom. When I saw Zelensky in his green uniform, it's hard for us to fathom the, the going from one world to another. Christmas is like going to another world sometimes when you're struggling. But my dear friends, listen to this. Jesus Christ took on our humanity and came into this world so that he might go to the cross and suffer. He didn't have a heart attack, he died. He didn't suffer anxiety, he suffered the judgment of God in our place so that our sins, he heard what you and I will never have to hear from God. He heard, you are alone. You are alone. Remember what he said on the cross? My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? My friends, Jesus came into the world to become alone so that by faith in him you would never be alone again. 
I just don't want to do Christmas again. I don't want to sing carols again. I don't want to do tradition again. Just for the purpose of tradition, I want every one of us to walk away here tonight with an understanding by the power and the grace of God deep in our hearts, we will never be alone again because God came in person, in the flesh. Emmanuel, God with us. Friends, Merry Christmas. It's the best news we could ever have. Let's pray together. So, Father, I do pray over this gathering of people as people gather to remember Jesus coming in churches and places all over the city, all over uh, Carver County, all over the Southwest Metro. We thank you, dear God, that you sent your son into the world. You didn't just say you're not going to be alone. You came so we would never be alone again. And I pray, dear God, that by the power of the Holy Spirit tonight, someone here for the first time would believe in their hearts and know they'll never be alone again. Make yourself known because Jesus is worthy. It's in his name we pray. Amen.